0: oh hi welcome welcome to the mystic bit show Lena. welcome my beloved thank you so much for being here oh my god oh my god this is gonna be so cool
1: so happy I'm here i'm so happy you're here too
0: my name is ingrid h turner i am a psychic medium psychic development teacher and i am here to work with freaks geeks and weirdos creatives misfits healers all of that kind of thing. Um, If you feel out of place in the world, I'm your girl because I'm here to help you forge that new pathway that you are here to form. Today, I'm interviewing the fabulous and amazing, just mind-blowingly awesome Annalena Fuchs. She is one of the incredible mystic bitches in my roster that I am slowly bringing forth onto the mystic bitch show so that you can not only get my magic and my gifts, which are killer, but you can, we can expand on that with these incredible, I call them mystics in the wild. And Annalena is one of them. Annalena I'm actually going to read her bio and then talk a little bit about you personally, just so that people have an idea like how we came to be, because I only bring very special humans onto the Mystic Bitch show. I consider this a sacred space, but here's what Annalena is doing. Annalena is a human design mentor for conscious introvert leaders who are ready to experience more ease, flow and prosperity in their lives. On the frustrating path of following others' success formula, one day human design found her and changed everything for her in her personal life and business. The awareness that human design brought to her is simply mind-blowing, so it has become her mission to share this wisdom far and wide. She is a co-founder of the Aligned Living Academy, where conscious leaders get certified as human design coaches, and she is also the host of the Art of Slowing Down podcast, which is gaining popularity in the spiritual and entrepreneur. Entrepreneurial circles. And I just bet it is. So, can everybody give Annalena a warm welcome? Big claps and love for this beautiful woman. Let me just gush about you a little bit, Annalena, before we let you talk. Okay. I just have to get this out. So, I first came across Annalena, where I've come across so many of you on Facebook. And as a human design generator, I was just learning how to tap into my sacral yes, trying to figure out what that felt like. And we're gonna talk more about this on this, uh, about human design and the types on this program. We're gonna learn about it with Annalena a little bit here. Um, But I saw you, I saw your, some post you said offering one-on-one sessions and my whole body went, ooh. (laughs) And I was like, I think that's what a sacral yes feels like. So I booked a session and I was right on, it was my sacral yes. And I had this great session with you and I felt like I got to go so much more deep and into like some of the intricacies of my human design chart. And I'd been kind of chasing information on Google. And I came to you, and you had this really just calm, deliberate, intuitive, present way of delivering me to me. And so I was really impressed with you. And we bopped around on Facebook for a little while and kept in touch. And then um, I made my way in my travels and made my way to Savannah, Georgia. And next thing I know, I've got a ping from Annalena. I'm like, I'm going to be in Savannah. Do you want to meet up? That's a fuck. Yes, yes. I want to meet up. And I swear when we got together, I mean, Annalena and I spent hours just talking and connecting. And the energy was palpable and potent and pregnant with creativity. It was really, really cool. And then she had me on her podcast, which is the art of slowing down. And we talked about my travels and human design and all that. And then she sent an email out not too long ago talking about her Aligned Living Human Design certification course. And my belly did that thing again. My generator belly was like, oh, you have to come talk to me. You have to come talk on my podcast now and share your magic. You're also going to share about your academy and your course, which is really really cool and I'm so here to pump you up and share about that and I really want to learn more about you Annalena. I just read your beautiful bio but I want to bounce it over to you now. I want to know can you talk to us a little bit about you in a more intimate way? Who is Annalena? What are you doing? How are you working with people?
1: Mm. Thank you first of all for this beautiful introduction and yeah it was epic how we met. I love it because it has been a couple of years almost now and It's always so beautiful when you meet in person, right? So, yeah. um, And I have to also say, because, you know, Facebook and social media will often complain about it, but that's how we meet right it's incredible how many amazing humans like you have met on social media it's
0: such a powerful tool it has made the world so small and it's meant that thousands and thousands of us can be born into bodies and splattered across the world and as soulmates we can connect through this incredible medium i'm with you it's annoying as hell and it's also incredible it is. And now we know
1: that our cycles that just know who is right for us and all the things. So anyways, let's talk about me and human design a little bit. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story, you know, before yeah. human design and then what made this human design thing so special. So I also just like you say, right, the misfits and we feel like we don't fit in. I always I called myself like the black sheep in the family, which I think so many of us do. Right. Yeah. And even like being in school and in college, you know, even though I always had the awesome grades and stuff, but I I just felt like I don't belong here. I want something totally different. And this is just not my path. But I didn't know exactly what my path was either, Either right? So um, I was more like unfulfilled in life, right? There was something always missing. I was always looking for like, what is that thing that some people have figured out, right? This happiness and and I learned like, oh, it's not the money. It's not getting married. It's not having this thing. It's not living in beautiful South Florida and the most incredible neighborhood. Like those things that we think make us happy. Right. I, I really learned that's not it. Even becoming a mom as it's the most incredible thing that, that it is. But it's not that this is what brings you happiness. Right. It enriches your life in so many ways or forms. But. It also breaks you open, right? especially to your wounds and conditioning and stuff. So as I was in corporate for many years, uh, because I got divorced at some point and then I I got a corporate job and I had already worked before in corporate, um, I was doing not human design. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what were oh, you doing? I almost was going to say cuz I was doing human resources so oh, human. So close but so yeah, far. <laughs> exactly. And you know one of the things and then I I moved into payroll because I wanted to do both but the company grew so I had to pick one thing and I kind of felt weird. But I had this thing that I noticed that people always came to me and they they talked to me and I loved it and they they shared their deepest secrets with me. Like Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about human design at the time. Right. Yeah. So just as a negative wisdom, I'm going to go back to that in a little bit. So then at some point through some things in my personal life, I got into coaching. You know, at first it was about health coaching. You know, I was like, well, I grew up in Germany. That's where I'm from. You know? in, in case you wonder where my accent is from. Yeah. So and. It was really easy to me to just tell people like how to make healthy lifestyle decisions and how the food you eat here in America is all crappy and what real food really is. And that was just like common sense to me. So, but then, you know, I'm moving fast. I'm a manifesting generator. Which we're going to describe what that is in a minute. (laughs) That too. Some of you may know already, but. um, Yeah, real quick, pause. I'm going to pause
0: you. Who knows their human design type? If you do put it in the comments, let us know, because it'll help give us some fodder for a little bit later. Okay. Yeah. Also, if you guys
1: are totally new to human design, never heard about it, like give us some tips that would be helpful. I will
0: put a uh, link up here where you can go get your human design chart for free while you're listening to this. So we can talk about it later. But yeah. yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Annalena. Tell us more. Okay.
1: Yeah. So anyways, I was diving into coaching, right? And I got really excited about it and I got certified and I told everybody about it. Even my boss at the time, I told her, like, yeah, I got certified and I gave him my business card. And so, anyway, so. So, I that think- that go okay for you? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, in the States? <laughs> I mean, I got, I got fired ten months later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing to do with being like boss. I'm a human design coach now. I don't really want to be here. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. At the time, it wasn't even human design. It was just coaching and. I'm oh, sorry, coaching. I got my coaching certification, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I also I wanted to leave, and I, I told the universe I'm gonna quit my job. But I was still like, you know, kind of uh, stuck to the security, so to sure. say, of the, pay- of the paycheck, right? Um, But then the universe made it happen for me. I was scared as shit, to be honest, in the beginning. Yeah, Um, like we are. Yeah. But then, you know, in the coaching, I learned more. I got more certified, different modalities. And then I was life coaching and I was business coaching. I did a lot of the inner shadow work, especially like emotional release work and stuff. So I'm really good at that, especially for myself. It was so helpful. So... Then, one beautiful day, after I was so freaking frustrated and I was almost thinking like, I don't know if this is going to work out for me, being an entrepreneur and being a coach, because I followed so many people's "Oh, this is the success plan kind of strategy, and I really burnt myself a lot of money. Like I mm-hmm. overinvested money that I didn't have, put it on credit cards, and it got really to a point where I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, done it."
0: Don't yeah. Know. Right. Yep. Oh,
1: oh, we in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. And then always this, like, you make the investment and you're just like, Oh my God, I have to make it back at least. Right. And there there were was literally somewhere I didn't even make it back. And, and there was lots of stuff that I found out of integrity because it was just not, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you were sold some kind of ideal story that maybe worked for one person, but not for everybody. And yeah. so anyways, one beautiful day, one of my friends, she was like, hey, there's this thing, like you may want to check it out. It's called human design and here's your chart. You can pull it and show me an archive, exactly. And I, and I looked at it and I was like, "Oof, these numbers. And I love math, right? I have always been in love. Um, Are you? Oh my God. Math. Yeah. So, and at first I had no idea what it means, but it was so different. It was so intriguing. And what I love the most is that I only had to put in my date of birth and the time I was born. I didn't have to fill out a hundred questions like, oh, if you're in situation A, B, Z, how are you going to react on a scale of one to ten? I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. (laughs) So these other personality tests that I've taken before, they they just usually, I mean, it was nice to know, but I I didn't find them really helpful. And I found them very annoying because I had to answer so many questions. And I knew based on my mood or the day, I would answer them totally different tomorrow, you know?
0: So right. that that is the problem with um personality tests. Although I've always like really enjoyed like thinking of like talking about myself with the-
1: a <laughs> person. so I was like, hmm, let me contemplate this. But yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So and of course we're fluid, right? We, mm-hmm. we all the time, but totally. so anyways, th- with human design, it was this thing with me that there was something different about it where my whole body, my being was just so lit up and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I have to go deeper. And it, it was like, it was literally calling me. Like you, somebody's knocking on your door and doesn't stop knocking. Like it was so strong. And I very, very quickly picked it up. I understood yeah. it and it it's, it's just made sense to me, everything. And I, I took a course first for myself, for my type, and then i was like because i was already working with other entrepreneurs at this time i was like i cannot not bring this to my clients because what it did for me in the beginning is that i felt such a relief like literally trickling through my entire being my whole body like this sense of relaxation that mm. i was like oh it's okay to be me there's right. nothing wrong with me it's like I mean, you have no idea how many, especially with like mindset work. Totally. and The beliefs we should have. Mm-hmm. how we should act and be in the world and all the, I mean, it's great, right? We have a lot of books and modalities, but if you follow everybody's advice, you're running around like a crazy chicken. Oh my chicken.
0: God. It's so true. Wasn't it a game changer to take it out of your head and into your body?
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, so I, simple. I, yeah, yeah, right. But I had to hear it, and and that's actually one of the things that Human Design is all about. They said it. You're not here to make decisions in your head. It's all about dropping in the body and listening yeah. to your body. Like this this sensation that I had in my body when when Human Design. And I say it, it found me. You know, yeah. I wasn't yeah. really looking for it at the time. I knew for a while there's still something missing, but yeah. I kind of let it go and like, hmm, you know. And then one day it showed up. It knocked on the door. So, yeah. Like maybe
0: that's just life. Maybe there is no big, passionate, you know, explosive. Yes. And we, so many of us go through life. So we end up believing that after a while, because we're so conditioned into our mind, making decisions from our mind and putting off what feels right in the moment. I, the way I say it's like, we're so conditioned to give our power away to an authority. Somebody else has to know better than me. Yeah. And human yeah. design is a game changer. Everybody who I've ever done a human design chart reading for, and I'm sure you've had this experience too, like you just described, an incredible sense of relief, mm-hmm. such validation like, oh, I can just be me. Yes, you can, darling. Yes, you can. And it works out a lot better when you are. Yeah. Yeah. So now you work. So so you found human design. you had been working with entrepreneurs primarily in coaching and you fine tuned it to introverted entrepreneurs. Talk a little bit about the about some of the results that your clients experienced and what you drew in as you started to incorporate human design into your coaching practice.
1: Yeah. I mean, at first I discovered for myself because I always I thought I'm too shy or because I have a lot of need for alone time as a person. And mm-hmm. while I can be very outgoing, like now with you, I feel super comfortable, we know each other, and you know, you're a super amazing, loving person. And but I thought that I have to be different, especially to be cut in the online space. And when I learned about my human design first, I learned that because I'm a two-fold profile. And the two-line is all about, it's called the hermit in human design. And it's all about like I need to actually hide away. I need my alone time. If I don't cultivate that. I cannot fully expand into my foreline, which is the networking, it's the community, it's being more out there. So I had to accept that part of me first to also embrace the other part of myself, right? And there's other aspects of my charts. I'm highly sensitive, I'm the empath. So all these things, right? And I thought these are all weaknesses, right? I all Mm -hmm. thought these are things I have to fix before. And, you know, with the healing work, we can get into a rabbit hole and, like, I need to clear this block, I need to clear another block, and I need to heal this, and then we never
0: really get out and
1: do anything, right? So true. Do
0: you think that can be, like, a form of self-sabotage? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so, too. Because
1: it's, like, and let's think about it. If, If you say, I have a block, I mean, yeah, you create that block and you believe you have a block, but you can say, like, I'm perfect as I am. And even yeah. though um, I have stuff to heal, I can... I may be a hot mess, but I'm a sexy hot mess. Yeah, well, I can do <laughs> just because I want to. It doesn't matter if I have any blocks. But I think oftentimes the, the coaching space conditions us to think we have these blocks. So I don't know They can sell the products. I don't know. Sorry about that.
0: Well, I, I mean, I don't even know that it's necessarily a conscious manipulation. I think that's just like the the sort of the dogma of the coaching industry yeah. like you have a problem
1: you have a block and here's my way out of it yeah yeah so it's it i have found it always a little bit disempowering and i agree with you it's not done consciously oftentimes but there was something that was more like i felt holding me back now with human design it was all of a sudden like okay it's from the inside out i don't have to follow anybody else i don't have to do it like anybody else I don't. Have, mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be doing it like anybody else. Yeah, I can only do it my way, right? And when I learned that being a highly sensitive introverted um, and empath, all of the things, that's actually my superpower, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that was a game changer. And of course, I mean, I didn't really look for it, but the people that I naturally attracted, they would identify with those things as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because usually, kind of.
0: Attract who did, we are did you find when you started honoring your human design type that you started attracting different kinds of people to work with like more aligned people to work oh, with oh
1: yeah totally because i I finally gave myself permission to be myself yeah and and I had also and I still have it now with, with human design I can just talk and talk and talk and talk I have a spark yep. in my eyes and I'm like everybody needs to know
0: about that. everybody. I agree with you. Everybody needs to know about it. So yeah. for me, human design, I mean, I've been having a love affair with human design, but I understand it as more of a, um, like a stream for me than the primary like passion that I'm bringing out. But mm-hmm. I do feel passionate about it, especially right now. Um, mm-hmm. I feel very passionate about human design and I am really ha- excited to bring you on because I know that for you, It's even more, um, it's not like that it's more of a passion. It's more of a focus for you. Yeah, You're zeroed in on it here. Everything you're doing is around human design because it lights you up. For me, it's one of those like, oh, that's one of the things that I really like right now. And it's very, very helpful for the other stuff that I am doing and for learning about myself and bringing myself into full alignment with what, what is my, you know, bing, 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 Christmas tree light up, if that makes sense. Um, So I, and I am, I don't know everything. I don't even pretend to know everything. I love bringing in people who have an even more deeper and granular understanding of things that I love. So I wonder if we could switch gears for a minute. And I would like to hear you just talk a little bit about the overview of human design types. And if anybody has a question about their human design chart, about their type, um, you can comment your type. We could talk about that a little bit. And Annalena, if you could just kind of talk about the five types in brief. So Mm -hmm. if somebody's brand new to it, they have a little bit of a sense of themselves.
1: Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so human design, so let's start with the basics because so human design is in a way like a personality kind of tool, but the beauty is you need to just have your date of birth, right? And the time you're born. You you want to have the exact time you're born. That is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you put it in, you get this beautiful chart out, which you're probably going to think like this looks like... Um, kind of uh, Chinese or something like that <laughs> so, side note the first time I looked at my human design chart
0: years before I actually aligned with it I yeah. noped right on out of there because
1: I took one look at that I was like that's a mess <laughs> like- yeah no and, and it also just so you know like human design I want to say this actually before we dive into the five types it's not something you can force yourself into no. Your body will know if you're ready for it. And, and that's yeah. some of the things that I have learned with human design because I got so excited about it in the beginning. I wanted everybody to know, my family. If people are not open to it, it's not going to do anything for them, seriously. So mm-hmm. um, focus on yourself. I, I really recommend that. And then the people that are ready for it, they'll they'll come to you. They're going to ask you, like, what are you doing differently? Like, what have you learned about yourself that I don't know about, you know? Yeah. So, Yeah. So then one of the beautiful things with human design is that it incorporates many different other modalities that most of you probably know, like Western and Eastern astrology, the Chinese I Ching, which goes back thousands and thousands of years. is like literally ancient wisdom, which explains all how the universe works. Then the Judaic Kabbalah, the Hindu chakra system, quantum physics. So so astrology, I mean, it's like, and I, I love this so much because when I was growing up, I always had an issue also with religion because there was this like, it's this one way and no the other way. And I always was like, this can't be. I, I was like, always like against it. And, and human design kind of made this like, it's everything. And everything is valid within this big context. There's no contradictions. It's not black or white. It's not like this is right and this is wrong. All these modalities have truth and they don't contradict each other. So um, that about that. So then now in human design, there are five types. One thing that I want to say about the types, these types don't see it as like a box that you are this and they are that, and we are all like totally different. It's just that the types, they have some, there's some commonalities with humans that are fall into the types, but there's a lot of overlap. So some of the stuff that I might talk about, another type, another type may also resonate with that because in essence, you are totally unique, right? And,
0: and that has to do as you sort of drill down deeper and deeper into your chart, there are certain channels and gates that are like projector channels or generator yeah. channels. Even if your type is a generator, you might have some key projector channels. So in certain areas of your life, you are beha- your energy behaves like a different type kind of, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like... And And you want to, in the beginning with human design, it is important to focus on the basics of the types, and that's something I will talk about in a minute about, um, because there's something that we call strategy and authority. That is something you want to focus on in the beginning for a while, just to learn that. And then there will be a point where you go deeper into the finer nuances of the chart. And, I think Gail was asking if it's different than a birth chart. It is different. I I think you're talking about an astrology birth chart, I I imagine. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does look very different. But they do relate to each other so they're also they don't they don't contradict each yeah
0: other. and and real quick folks if um if you're curious about your human design chart if you don't have it already or know it already the link on the screen the get your human design chart go to jovianarchive.com slash get underscore your underscore chart and you can generate your chart for free so you can kind of follow along with what Annalena is talking about
1: yeah if you know your type so that would be helpful so what are the types we have the generator, we have the manifesting generator, we have the projector, we have the manifestor, and we have the reflector. And I myself am a manigen or manifesting generator, Ingrid is a generator, and the generator types, which are the generators and the manigens together, they make up about 70% of the population. Then we have projectors around 20%, manifestors nine to ten, and reflectors are only like one percent or even less of the population, so super unique. So for the generator types, we have, when it comes to our strategy, it's called way to respond. So what this means is that we're not here to make stuff happen in a way that, let's say you have an idea, and how many ideas do we have all day long? A lot, right? (laughs) So we're not here to jump on all the ideas that we have. What we are meant to be doing is that you may have a lot of ideas. I always recommend all the generator types to write them down. So this a- applies. Because they're
0: you. good ideas.
1: Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> but maybe 99% of the ideas you have, you don't even have to do anything with it because you're just taking it on from elsewhere and just flowing through your existence, right, or your consciousness. So the way it works for a generator type is that the way to respond basically means that you're supposed to wait – for something to show up in your external world, outside of you, not not in your head, not in your mind, right? It's not like, again, you're not supposed to jump on, like, let's say one day you get super excited to um, start a new course, and then you just do it, and then it doesn't work, and you get all frustrated, right?
0: <laughs> so, so generator types. Does that resonate with you? Leave a comment because I tell you, when I heard that, when I started learning about this as a generator, I was like, oh, that explains so much. I was one of those people with a million great ideas. Like so many of my ideas should have like maybe a million bucks. And I would run in and I'd initiate and I'd try and make it happen. And I'd fall on my face every time. Super, super frustrating. The trick is not to do that.
1: Yeah. Continue. <laughs> so what are we supposed to do instead? Now I, I want to tell you it requires one thing: patience, which is not easy for us. Especially, we have to understand we are so conditioned in this society, right? Because we have been learned what just go do it, make it happen, especially in the self-development space, right? It's this yeah. like take action, oh God, yeah. do it all the motivational speakers. It's this like go get it done mentality, right? So uh let's say you want to Create a course, and I'm I'm sharing the story now from the human design certification. We have a human design certification at the Allied Living Academy. I had this idea a while ago, right? Yeah. But I, I I let it be. I I was like, I'm not supposed to initiate stuff and just pull it out of my, yeah, ideas, right? So, then I what long time later, I was actually sharing my mentor's human design certification, you know, she was having a sale, and I was an affiliate, and I shared it. And then I had people ask me, well, that's awesome. That's great. But aren't you having a human design certification? Because I love how you teach. And if you have one, I would really sign up. I was like, ooh, my say I was like, ooh. that
0: was it. That was it. You had the idea, set the intention. And then it showed up in your
1: environment. Yeah, like somebody asked me, and I could with my SQL. And so this is like the generator types. We have a SQL defined. It's going to be the red center, kind of in the in the lower middle part of your chart. If that is going to be red and colored in, if that's mm-hmm. red and colored in, you're always a generator type, either a generator or manifesting generator. So in my body, in my belly, I could sense this. Like, ooh, yes, yes, I have to do this. Of course, my mind was like. Are you to do this? I mean, you need to be more qualified, you need to do 20 years of uh, research or whatever, right? Like, yeah, you know, it's always like, um, but when you do this with this way to respond, it's from the external. I mean, literally, magic happens. And in our case, I mean, we, we launched the, the business, we have a beautiful certification right now, it's changing people's lives and making impact yeah. globally. You know i couldn't have planned this in my head oh. i surrendered into the way to respond right so it's almost like as a generator type you're here to flirt with the universe i mean from the moment that you wake up even like when you what do you want to eat
0: this is not up
1: your belly yeah right? so folks
0: this is a generator chart that i just put on the screen it's actually my generator chart this circle the square down at the bottom there if that is colored in in your chart you're either a generator or a manifesting generator. If you're a generator or a manifesting generator, leave a comment, let us know you're here. There should be a lot of us <laughs> because we're 70% of the population.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is you, exactly. Oops. So okay, so this is for the for the generator types and, and this way to respond, it may sound simple, but it's freaking hard for most people. Again, what I said earlier, right? We have been so conditioned to just make things happen to follow what other people tell us you have to follow these three steps or you have, this is how you should do it. And then you go do it, you get all exhausted and tired and frustrated. And then the next day you have somebody else tell you, no, you have to take these five steps because Mm -hmm. that work for me. Right. So, um, and we go into that, Jeremy, a little bit, the difference between the generator and the manifesting generator. One yeah. thing that I want to also say, and of course there's so much more to it. I could just talk an hour. You could just talk two. about generators for the next hour and a half
0: I get, or projectors or so, whatever.
1: Okay, we're doing a quick overview here, but right but on. But one of the biggest things that I feel like is probably going to help everybody and that's going to stick with you. So this defined sequel that you just showed, right, for the generators. If you do something that truly lights you up. Like I was saying that for me, it's human design. I can just go on and on and on and I get even more energized doing it, right? So when you do something that really lights you up, that you enjoy, that comes easy to you, it doesn't even really feel like work. This sacral energy, this is your life workforce energy center actually Um, it's it's kind of like you're charging the battery in some way, if you want to think about it, right? So it's almost like we're creating more resources for yourself and for the world. However, when you force yourself to do things that totally drain you, that don't light you up, you know, let's say somebody asks you like, oh, you want to do this job? And your mind is like, yeah, it's going to pay me $100,000, but your body is totally like, oh, like what happens, you
0: can do it for some time. that resonate with anybody <laughs> who's done that or maybe is doing that, my beautiful generators? Yeah. Soul-sucking work for a paycheck?
1: I get yeah. it. It's scary out there. And, and, of course, like it's not just like then we get out of this, but it, it all starts with the awareness, right? So when you do that and the longer you do it, like to do something that doesn't light you up – you're literally degenerating this mm. life workforce energy. It's like you're sucking the life out of the battery. And this is why, I don't know, 90% of humanity is burned out. Right. So it's almost like we're deplete. It's like when we deplete resources. And if you think about the world, right? Like, um, yeah. like our natural resources, like water and things like that. So when you as a human engage in something that is, that you know in your body and your being is like, oh, yeah that is taking away resources not only from your own but also for humanity as a whole because oh my god wow but like me right let's just think about this if i would sit in my corporate office and doing still payroll and do my excel sheets i would probably be looking like this and like oh and i would go home and i feel like i don't want to do anything i would be demotivated yeah I think would I, mean, be yeah, there, right? I would run the company's payroll once a month, but I would be so like, yeah, unhappy. I just had
0: this flash of clarity mm-hmm. when you talked about, when you did the comparing between depleting your personal energetic resources and depleting the planet's resources, it feels like it is so connected. Like mm-hmm. as humans are choosing fear over love, choosing to deplete themselves and this is not anybody's fault like i want to make that really clear man we are all deeply conditioned to do the safe thing to run away from our fear to you know we're all told from a really young age that our passion is not going to make us money why are you wasting your talent play it safe go get a job have something to lean back on at least all of that and we have that deeply ingrained in us the human design especially working with Annalena, she's very passionate about this is the deconditioning process but it feels to me like that is directly Related to the fact that we are stripping the Earth of her resources so completely, that was just a
1: boom. Yeah, I I have this, and I I get these things because when I talk on my podcast or having conversations with you, right? Like, and 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 so this comparison, me sitting in the office and I'm talking here now. Not only am I happy, and I'm lit up totally. This is me Mm -hmm. and my little ego, right? Yeah. But I'm also changing, I mean, a million, millions of people can watch this on YouTube. Sure. this could Anything could happen. This
0: could go all kinds of places. And I'm lit up having this conversation. So you got two generators lit up here like light bulbs. We are generating energy for the planet when we are lit up individually. And that feels like a really fucking important job, folks. So generators, yeah. what can you do today to start to move through your fear? Just start. Just yeah. consider it. Just turn in that direction because I think it's really important.
1: Right. And, and literally, when you do what comes easy to you, what, what freaking lights you up, where you have a spark in your eyes, right? Yeah. And I can usually detect this in five seconds when I talk to people. Yeah. Like when you do this, that's how you are being of service to the world. Yes. Not by being in a soul-sucking job or whatever this is for you that is totally draining your energy, right? Now, yeah. I want to add on something to this. This does not mean nothing will ever be hard, right? No. I recently I trained for half marathon. And it took me freaking two years to finally get there. In the beginning, I wanted to give up and I was like, blah, but I kept going because I went into it following my sequel. I I I I responded to something. It wasn't easy. But eventually I had this like point where I loved it and, and I wanted to run and it felt easy, but it took me some time to get there. Right. Yeah. So it's 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 not, that's also what I want to say. It's not this black or white, but if you follow your way to respond and you enter into the things where your circle is lit up, it can still be hard, but just trust there's so much magic on the other side. And you know, I love that you
0: brought that up. I differentiate that there's struggle, which is when you're not doing what you're lit up about. And then there's challenge, which is when you're doing what you're lit up about when you're lit up, you want to move through the challenge. It's something that you can yeah. wrestle and wrangle yeah. and feels invigorating. If you're not aligned, you're struggling. It's yeah. draining you. It's not getting you anywhere. Usually it's a struggle for no good reason.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, exactly. Like we're actually excited to to take the challenge. And- yeah, we're like, all right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's, I think, the part that's, that's for the generator and the manifesting generator. And I saw all these beautiful questions. I'll, I'll go over that, those as well
0: yeah well we'll we'll jump to as many as we can i mean on this podcast we're doing um we're doing an overview but you know where to go if you want to learn more whoops this this bitch right here (laughs) with her academy, right? We're going to give her an opportunity to talk about that. But she has a beautiful system in place to train people on human design and get certified in human design. And she's an amazing teacher. You can hear just talking to her. She's lit up, but she's delivering this in a way that for me it always lands with real clarity and and a calm that I find very, very important (laughs) to receive. She's calm. She's creative. She speaks deliberate she delivers it deliberately. Like you don't miss anything when Annalena is teaching you about human design. And it's easy to miss things with something as complex as human design. And you just don't with Annalena. You just take people through in a really thorough, thorough way, which I really appreciate.
1: Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. who are we going to talk about next? We're going to talk about projection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, I can jump really quick and then forget what I was going to talk about. So we talked about the generator type. So the manifesting generator is a little bit different than the generator so one of the biggest differences is that we have these creative urges that we also need to follow. Um this is a manifesting generator. Yeah, as a manifesting generator, and we can sometimes start all these things and never finish anything and jump really quick. We change our mind a lot and we actually we need to oftentimes be involved in many different things. So we are while all humans in some way are multi for manifesting generators, it's actually important to like for me, yeah, I focus on human design but i have my own business i do some one on one work i have a podcast i love to collaborate like with you i yeah. have the Align living academy with miranda i collaborate there i'm planning right now to eventually write my own book i'm still waiting to respond on that so it's like i actually like that energizes me for other you need people, to have a
0: lot of different pots on yeah, the stove like you need exactly. to have a lot of different things going on to feel satisfied yeah yeah and
1: I don't have I don't want to be in two parts at the same time, um, but it's more like I'm in this part and then I close it and I go to the next and I need more variety within my focus, if that makes sense. Right. Right. Um, the generator is usually more focused once they are in one line and it's, it's easier to to become masterful for them in one thing and they stay usually longer with something. So it's a tendency. Right. There's again, no. Black or white, it depends also really on the unique chart.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's something I've been contemplating a lot as a generator and a versus like a manifesting generator. Like, I've got two things that I'm really, really passionate about right now. And I feel very strongly being pulled to certain activities that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to do anything else. Like I'm highly resistant even to other activities that I have done in the past for my business and for my passion. There's just certain things I just want to be focusing on right now. That's it. This podcast mm-hmm. is one of them. I just want to be doing the mystic bit show. I just want to be like out here and talking to people in this way and creating content in this way. And it is like torture, to pull my attention somewhere else, even if it, even if it's something that I have done and focused on extensively in the past. Like mm-hmm. I do really zero in hard on one thing, and I don't want to do anything else. It's not like I zero in and then like, okay, I can leave that for a while, and I'm gonna go over here, and then I'm leave that for a while. It sounds like that's more of the manifesting generator. Yeah, your exactly. generator is like get out of my way.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, there's, yeah, and it's also this is something you learn through your own experience and also then with talking to other people, just like we are talking right now, right? We're learning about each other, but yeah, for me, it's sometimes I can jump from one thing to another super quick and then sometimes never get back to it or go back to it years later. Yeah. So we, are, we skip steps a lot and yeah. sometimes we have to go redo some stuff, but we also designed, we actually designed to find shortcuts they're not you necessarily... move so fast. Yeah,
0: manifesting generator. Anybody who's got a manifesting generator in their in your, in, their, in in your life, they have an ungodly amount of energy and they move so freaking fast. <laughs> right. Generators, pure generators. Depending on some things, I think in their chart, they tend to be more sort of measured in their pace and their energy
1: level. I find. Yeah, yeah, but also we can we can also get burned out, right? I still need a lot yeah. of rest. So especially because I'm so fast, sometimes I can forget about everything else. And then, so, okay. So, so. and also the manager when we have the cycle response to something, we still want to kind of feel into it because we can have a tendency to change our mind. A generator mm-hmm. is more like you respond and you're in. A manager, yeah. you respond, we kind of have to feel it out first. And we might like, oh, that's not Or... Then, I've seen that yeah,
0: in my manifesting generator friends where they will like be wishy-washy about something. And I'm like, yeah, you said yes. And they're like, well, ah, yeah. ah, I'm like, what are we yeah. doing? But, but that's that definitely be... generators are more boom. Yeah. Um,
1: and then, I don't... sorry, go ahead. The <laughs> go floor is no, but that, that one thing is so healing for me as a manager and for example, because of course we judge ourselves, right? And oftentimes we force ourselves to just stick with something because uh, we responded with a sequel. Yes. And then exactly all the, all the self-doubt kicks in or whatever. Yeah. But you gotta confidently own that. Um, and, and now I have learned this. I'm just like, I'm more cautious with how I say it. Like, I'm not sure yet. Give me another week. I need to try mm-hmm. it out. You know? Yeah. We, we need kind of trial periods and things like that too. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So I don't a, feel that as much as a, as a, as a pure generator type. Um, but what I, where I get caught up is like, is that a yes? And I need to just have more confidence in myself. It's like, Oh, Nope. That's a, if it's, if it's, is that a yes, it's a no. If it's yeah. a question, if it's a yes, it's a no. And that's, that's challenging because of the conditioning of the mind. But I, I see yeah. the differentiation there. That's really cool. Real quick, before we move on to projectors, we're going to talk about projectors and manage ends and generators who are watching. Are you resonating with this? Is it helping you to understand yourself a little better, even just skimming the surface of generator and manifesting generator types, or does it bring up more questions? And if it does, what are they? (laughs) Leave a comment and let us know how this is, how this is impacting you, what this is bringing up for you. Okay. Let's talk about projectors.
1: Yeah. So, so now before I go into the projectors, so we have projectors reflectors and manifestors and what they have in common they have this sequel that we showed in the chart, right? The, the red center. Whoops. So the one that's down here, the square one, that's the it square. Right. So if you're a projector, a reflector, a manifestor, this will always be white. So it's No color only- in the
0: square, folks. If you are a projector, yeah. manifestor, got it.
1: And, and what this means is that this sequel life workforce energy you experience this differently in greater variability. So you don't have consistent access to it, like the generator types, even though they also need rest, right? The way that you experience the sacral energy is like, you can take it on from the generator types all around you, which are probably everywhere, right?
0: Right, because so- there's 70% of us, we are world domination here.
1: <laughs> so
0: quickly, who's a projector? Who's on here? Who's a projector? Leave a we comment. Had, you're we here. Had, we had a couple actually right in the beginning. Yeah, let's see if they're still here. Who's a projector? We're talking to you. If you have questions
1: about your type. So, there we go. so as a projector, which also now applies to the manifest and the reflector, you amplify at times the sacral energy. So you have these spurts of energy where like sometimes you have one day and in five hours you're so lit up by something. You can get something done so fast where we generate our types are like, how did he or she just do that? like super freaking efficient and fast, right? But then what happens is that at some point, and your your body will tell you, it's almost like a balloon pops. Oh. You know, that wow. you, you feel like, and you may feel like you want to push through because it can become a little bit addictive because you are so productive. Mm. And, and we, we want to, you know, like, oh, if I can keep this up, but you cannot maintain that level of, like sacral life force energy that that you have amplified for some time. And then what happens is it's almost like the, the generator types are more like this, very steady. I mean, they need their rest daily, they need to sleep, but it's more in like a consistent, like a sinus curve kind of. For the undefined sacral, which is the projector, manifest and reflector, the sacral energy is kind of like this. It goes up really high, really high, and, you can, and, then, and then it stays here. And I need to rest more. And then they have another amplification, right? So it's like the nine to five, Monday through Friday kind of thing. It just doesn't work at all for those. Right. I think also for the generator types, we have become sick and tired of it because it doesn't allow for the creativity and the urges. And sure. Camping, sure. Right. So.
0: And your but, natural circadian rhythms too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. But for, if you're a projector, what is so important is that you allow yourself to take these longer periods, times of rest, right? And also, you may have a need sometimes to get away from all this sacral energy and get out in nature, which, again, is good for all humans. Mm-hmm. It's also sometimes in a relationship, as a projector, you may actually want to sometimes sleep alone, if your partner is a sacral being, because even when you kind of sleep, it, this energy still keeps kind of buzzing. And it's it's important for you kind of to discharge the, the energy. I
0: have a legitimate question about that. If you are a non sacral being, projector, manifester, or reflector, and I have heard feedback from many non sacral beings who are like, I love to sleep alone, but like, I can't. Like, that's not going to be good for my relationship. Maybe. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you, I mean, is there another way or an alternative way they can discharge that energy without abandon, like, you know, as you might be experiencing, yeah.
1: abandoning your partner at night? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I always like, it can be a touchy subject. So if you have the chance to get out in nature during the day, just, I mean, take your socks off, get on mother earth, get grounded, you know, because that's also, and you can visualize releasing the energies, um, some, some energy modality, energy healing modalities, right. To just, to just clean your energy or taking a good shower, and just like, what about like um, yeah.
0: going to bed earlier than maybe your generator partner and taking some time to unwind and
1: decompress? Yeah, I mean that's that's a, a component. Anyways, as a projector type, you are designed to go to bed before you're super tired. Because oh. if you go to bed when you're super tired, you won't be able to really Usually, usually not sleep well. Uh, for general, for a projector, it's usually best. If they go to bed like an hour before, they usually kind of fall asleep, right? And and then they have they have much they have much better, they have yeah. much better rest. So the, the the pure generator like you you do your best like you work and you have a really long day and then you go to bed when you are like a second before you close your eyes. Kind yeah. Of that, right. Now the many gens because they have the manifestors some a little bit in there as well. They also do best. If we go to bed a little bit before and still do a little bit of work while we are in bed to kind of wind down as well. So yeah. there are some a little bit of differences. But for the relationship, I always do encourage if you really have this craving to sometimes sleep alone, like it's a matter of how you communicate it, right? Yeah. Like it's not about blaming anybody, but if you have a partner that's also open to it and if they can see how it can actually benefit the relationship. Because when you feel more rested and more recharged and more energetically sane in some way, it will also have a good influence on the partnership. So I do invite you to have a loving conversation about it where it comes from a place of like, hey, I learned this about myself. How can we make this happen to actually even for the, for the good, for both of us, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not about pointing fingers and like, Oh, your sacral energy sucking the life out of me. That's not right. (laughs) That's not what's (laughs) happening. You guys, we can't help it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and then the other thing, yeah. Like, like things like getting out in nature, you, you have to have some alone time. Mm -hmm. Look, this is important for all humans, but especially as a projector, you really got to be very, very, um, picky with, with your energy and what you say yes to, right? Because. Um,
0: yeah. Talk about this wait for the invitation strategy with projectors and how is that different from wait to respond?
1: Yeah. I did an awesome podcast episode about that with
0: um, a projector. Oh, okay. Summarize it. And then we can uh, go yeah, yeah. find that podcast if you're a
1: projector. <laughs> oh, so it was, yeah. Her name is Daniela Nahas. It was on my podcast. I don't know what episode it was, but okay. So for the projector, the strategy and authority. So that's like how you're made, supposed to make big decisions in life. And projectors honestly are the most complex. The mm-hmm. projectors can have, I think, six different authorities. So you can be a mental projector, emotional projector, cleaning projector, um, and a couple of other ones, uh, ego projector, um, so self-projected projector. So the, I cannot go into those details right now. No. No. Um, but the big thing is that, you will see when you pull your chart, it will say, wait for recognition or wait for an invitation. And you're going to be like, what? So <laughs> what, like, what does what that, do that
0: mean? You, and what do I do in the meantime?
1: <laughs> yes. So this is really important. This is only for the really big things in life, like a totally new, like career direction, a new partnership, a relocation where you're going to live, like big mm. things in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So For those kind of things, you also, when I kind of, like like I talked about the generator type, it's it's about waiting. So don't take action upon ideas. If you have this idea, oh, I should move to Hawaii, and then you're going to call the realtor and make it happen. That would be like trying to make it happen. So as a projector, as you have to cultivate, you need to rest and really take care of your unique energy needs, right? Um, You want to make sure that you... You show to the world what you're up to, what you're doing. You're not supposed to hide. So the wait for invitation does not mean you have to hide and wait in that sense. You, go, you live your daily life, um, really take good care oh, of yourself, man. shine. Mm-hmm. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So
0: It looks like my internet is being a little bit funky. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. I think it's, it seems a little better now.
1: Yeah, perfect. So as you do that... You know, you you show the world what you're up to. Like, you you don't have to wait to share people about that you are a coach. Let's say you're a coach or a healer or whatever you're doing. You you got to show and and talk to people about it, right? But when it comes to the big stuff, you know, like maybe it's launching a company or starting this whole big new project and things like that. So as you share who you are and take good care of yourself, not like totally hiding away, people will start to recognize you. But for that to happen, you need to recognize yourself first. That is one of the biggest things for projectors, that they actually need to recognize themselves, how amazing and beautiful and precious they are. And then mm-hmm. usually what happens is that people do see them, and then they get invited. So in a way, it's very similar to way to respond, but it's really on a bigger scale, Oh. Other really big things in life because the way to respond for other generator types is like for everything in in daily life and 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 that's how we operate and function right
0: right right so a generator's way to respond our body psycho response is Related to just everything in our daily life, the big and the small. It's just yeah. how we're designed to operate is constantly in a state of waiting to respond. Projector, on the other hand, can kind of do whatever they want is that they love and they're waiting for an invitation or recognition. That's the differentiator right there for the big stuff.
1: Yeah. The, I mean, usually the invitations follows the recognition, right? Become yeah, become recognized and people are like, oh my gosh, Gotcha. And, and like, it could be, I have, I have heard some stories, like let's say there's a projector and they're super genius talking about a specific topic and they have gone to these like community meetings and maybe for years or months, nobody asked them anything. And they feel like kind of like, well, whatever. Right. And then one day somebody reaches out to them and like, Oh, I heard you talk about this. I want you to speak at this conference. And then the big invitation comes. Right. So yeah. Very, very often when I've talked to projectors, like, you know, this whole thing, like, uh, applying for jobs in the internet and stuff like that. Yeah. That's not really waiting for recognition and getting invited, right? Right. So usually people have oftentimes, like, they have done it and done it and done it and try to make it happen. And they get so, like, uh, bitter. Bitterness Mm -hmm. is kind of the the, the theme Mm -hmm. that's coming up for projectors when they're not living in alignment and they're not rooted in this patience and trust that when the time is right, they will be recognized. And again, the, the most important for you is like, don't try to ch- chase recognition invitations. The way that right. comes to you the easiest way is by you honoring, you need to rest, you you need to take care of yourself, to set healthy boundaries, not just say yes, to everything, even though you can, you don't have to do it. Yeah. And really, recognize yourself. The the more you recognize yourself and own who you really are and set healthy boundaries, the faster others will recognize you and invite you because when you get invited, you also need to have some energy for that, right? And then a lot of magic can happen, right? Um, And Marisa is saying exactly what I'm going through as a projector in relation to job. Yeah, so again, this can be a challenge, but it's the most beautiful, soothing thing ever when you can really allow that. And because again, you, you know inside, that's how it's meant.
0: Yeah, and and like for generators, projectors need to have patience. Mm. But also trust that you're designed this way. And so your aura is going to pull this into you mm. without any yeah. doubt. You will not be left with no invitation or nothing to respond to as either of these two types. Mm. It just takes a little leap of faith crazy moment of courage to just hang tight focus on you and wait for
1: life to show up for you and the other thing is so projectors have this natural gift of seeing how to make things more efficient how to put systems into place and it's kind of like so we say the projectors are the the future leaders of the world right Mm -hmm. and barack obama actually he's a projector as well yeah and um, because the, the, the generator types, which are 70% of the population that we talked about first, we can sometimes kind of be here and there and doing all the things and kind of not very efficiently using our cycle life force energy. But having fun. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the projectors are very, very good at helping the generator types to actually be more efficient for the collective, for, for the betterment, for all of us, right? Yeah. Um, because they, human design is about not about, oh, this is this type and this, this is about how we can come together. It's about creating harmony within each other. And um, when everybody lives in their alignment, you know, which may be looking like doing less and more of what is fun, um, having more joy for all of us, we're yeah. actually going to create much more. Which the mind is like, it's oh, not possible. I have to work hard, no?
0: Yeah. you
1: don't yeah exactly you don't you don't don't. so okay
0: projectors how's this feeling does this resonate does this help answer your questions or make you give you an understanding of your energy or does it bring up more questions
1: let us know in the comments yeah by the way just a fun side note if you're a 2-4 profile like me you may resonate a lot with the projector as well because the 2-4 is this hiding away getting recognized and getting called out right so i experience that a lot myself
0: yeah okay, i but. know we had one two four Skyla's a two four yeah yeah, yeah I saw it earlier.
1: exactly so yeah. I, I i
0: love me two four profiles they're the ones who are supposed to resonate best with the five one profile which is what i am i think i think i read that somewhere i don't know if that's true okay yeah. Kathy is a projector Sarah is a projector okay as a projector it resonates and does shed some more light from my previous understanding beautiful I know we're always learning and going deeper with this stuff it's amazing yeah. Kathy here says it definitely resonates Kathy is a self-projected projector I believe mm,
1: I love it. yeah, a, a yeah so um,
0: and Abraham Lincoln was a self-projected projector folks just so we know yeah well, many of our, our leaders are, are projectors um marissa says this resonates a lot but i have a list of questions <laughs> i bet you do i know that's the thing about human design it answers all these questions and then you're like oh but whoa wow. and you know what marissa everybody else you, there's an opportunity for Annalena to go so deep with you in her mm-hmm. aligned living academy which yes. is linked in the description of the video and you can message Annalena about it as well if you want to learn more and she'll yeah. talk about it more at the end
1: yeah, actually I, I feel like sharing now a couple of things and then we, we talk into the man. Is that okay with you? Yeah, go ahead. So there so we have there there are different ways to get deeper into human design, right? So the Aligned Living Academy, the human design certification in particular, that is for anybody that wants to learn not only about themselves, because you will also learn about more about your own human design. We also do a lot of the deconditioning in there. Plus, you will learn all the five types and you really will become confident to give readings to incorporate this into your business into your personal life with others right so mm-hmm. this is really for you to take it out into the world in your own unique way now if that feels like too much for you because everybody's journey is different right and sometimes you want to maybe take it slower and then go into it later some of you may already already know I to like I was like I want to I have to get certified I want to take this also into my client containers and stuff. Yeah. I want to teach this and all the things. So, um, but we also have ways to, for the generator types, we have several programs a year, uh, for generators and manifesting generators, like group programs. And if you're a projector a manifestor or reflector or any type, and you just want to learn about yourself or also offer readings, Um, that's also a beautiful way to just look at your unique chart and have your specific questions answered. Right. So, so that's also. um,
0: And it's perfectly reasonable to start this journey, learning about yourself.
1: Yeah. I honestly, that's a recommended way because I know for myself, especially being like an empathic person, we want to help everybody. We want to fix everybody. And I see this a lot that people like, They get into human design and they forget about themselves. And if if you don't embody your own human design, it's not going to actually do much, right? The more you you actually...
0: Yeah. It's so easy to get heady with this stuff. And I love what you said at the beginning was like, this is not a box. Don't put yourself in a box. Yeah, This actually transcends the box. But if you get very heady and mental about human design or any other modality, it puts you in a box. It puts everyone around you in a box. Yeah. Yeah. But if we can use it as a way to understand our unique energetic signature and work through our own boxes, our own limiting boxes, like use it to bust out of those boxes, it's really powerful.
1: Yeah, it really is. And And this is something... Be aware of that because there's a lot of, and it's not, again, done in the wrong or bad way or anything, right? Um, but there's a lot of human design um, uh, teachings or content out there, which is very boxy. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're a reflector. You should do this. You're a manifestor. You should do this. You're a projector. and And it just doesn't hold water
0: because we're talking about the types, but folks, <laughs> yeah. this chart right here, it's it goes so much further deeper it drills down so much further than the types and if you've had a human design turn reading by me or analina or anybody else i mean you know you know that's true
1: yeah yeah exactly like and think about it: we are eight billion people on planet earth and And every single one of us has a completely unique design yeah even if you're twins because of conditioning Right. Because uh-huh. of what happened in past lives, what you have gone through in your in your own life experiences, uh, what your what your soul path is and all of that. Even with that, um, it can it can play out um differently. So the profile is those two numbers. I was saying like the two four profile, it, it was, like Ingrid, can you pull up your chart? It says five one right, right here. The profile so mine's five one. Ingrid is a five one, which is I mean, I can briefly after we can touch upon the profile lines
0: yeah if we have some time we'll talk more yeah. about like the nitty-gritties of the human design yeah. but let's let's keep on trying because i want to talk about manifestors do we have any
1: manifestors watching
0: because
1: yeah, you yeah. guys are rare yeah so the manifestor because we talked about the manifesting generator so some of the elements that come from the manifesto part um so the manifesto is the only type that is the strategy is to initiate But before they initiate, they just need to inform, which is also for the managers, by the way, we need to inform as well. So what this basically means is as a manifestor, you get these creative urges and you got to do them and you don't know if it's going to work out or not. You actually it's a very experimental energy. Hmm. Um, You're not and you're supposed to get things started. You're like the firecrackers to get things started. You're not supposed to finish everything. That's why we also we need each other, right? Because a manifestor may come in; they have this creative spark to get something going and started. Not, no idea how it's gonna work and how it's gonna go, and then eventually they're gonna attract some generator types, and projectors to get it organized and get yeah, it done to take it. Then I move Cute. on to the next.
0: as as a generator. There are few things more yummy than a lit up manifestor because yeah, <laughs> really they are fun. just popping with energy and ideas and, and initiating energy. That's really, really fun.
1: Yeah. Now, and even though, right, they also they have an undefined cycle. they need that longer period times of rest as well. And they need to learn that they don't have to do it all themselves. They don't have to finish everything that they start, right? Right. And the thing is, though, if you have emotional authority as a manifester, when you have this initiating spark to do something especially if it's for bigger things in life you want to make sure that you never and this is actually for most humans like we never want to make a big decision when we're when emotions are super excited and amplified right so a manifester also even though they're here to initiate stuff with emotional authority you want to take a little bit of time you may want to sleep on it and really Make a decision from a like an emotionally neutral space, not from this like hyped up, being excited in the moment kind of, kind of energy. And then what's very very important for manifestors is like informing, which basically means let's say you have this urge to go book a trip to go to Fiji, right, to an island. You just know you, know you need to go. You want to make sure you let the people that this will impact, that maybe your spouse or your best friend or your children or your parents, whatever, right. That you just inform them and the informing is literally just an fii it, it's not like asking for permission that's why most manifestors kind of resist it because they don't want people to stop them um but it's literally for you just like hey guys i'm just letting you know i'm gonna go they may say no you shouldn't go do your thing because if you don't do the informing there will be more resistance all around you you may you may think it's gonna help you just do the thing but you're gonna have a lot of resistance come I mean, also will kind of feel a little bit suffocating so can
0: you talk about why manifestors run into that resistance from their environment what is it about their energy that makes people kind of do this with them sometimes
1: well i mean the the manifesto has what we call like it's a more repelling aura and it's a very it's not like this inviting kind of did you hear me babe yeah i heard you i'm here Mm, come on internet don't do this I'm here, I
0: can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh. Are you back? I'm, um, ba- I'm sorry, we're having some internet connectivity issues. No worries. Can you hear me? I think so, am I back?
1: Yeah, you're back, yeah. Well, we needed a pause. Why not?
0: We needed a pause. Okay, let's try this again. Manif- <laughs> it's the manifester energy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a very strong aura. So, like, if if you just leave the room, you know, and you have your best friend sitting there, people are like, oh, "Where did this person go? What happened?" Right. Mm-hmm. And just the informing can kind of create more harmony with people. They don't feel left out. They they're there. They're more in the loop, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just really um, important for them. And, and this will benefit the manifesto itself because if you miss doing it, people will take it wrong. They will blame the stuff on you and they, they feel like left out. And then it's going to create a lot of friction and resistance. So the more you can do the informing, even on a daily basis, if you have kids and you just go leave the house for five minutes and come back, just inform 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 and just uh, know that has nothing to do with asking for permission which there may be a lot of conditioning that needs to be done of course um yeah yeah and then of course working on the the conditioning of the undefined sequel that you allow yourself to have rest and not just push through because otherwise you can get burned out you know pretty yes quickly. so
0: yeah manifestors um From what I've observed, being a manifester type, um, you know, everybody who's not a manifester wants to be a manifester because we're like, oh, I just want to do shit. I just want to do what I want, make it happen, not have to wait around. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have patience. But everybody who I know who's a manifester, and I think I find this is pretty. I find this particularly true for women manifestors. It's very challenging to have this like potent kind of like pow energy that a manifester has and need to like inform um, because it's not in our conditioning tells us like that we shouldn't behave like that. You know, we need to all kind of fall in line and manifestors are not here to fall in line. They're here to initiate, to blaze new trails.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Did and also, did we catch that? Yeah. Yeah. We caught it. So it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Your video is a little like, but, but you're there. Um, no. And I also have to say like, not every manifestor is like, um like an aries kind of energy right that that's kind of probably the sign of what you said it's it's i, I also know very highly sensitive super calm manifestors empathic and all the stuff right it's it's i think sometimes we just think that the manifestor is the like I, I don't know the elephant in the room and just like loud and all that it's 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 not like that no why, yeah. why we can also of course experience it I have more experience with the pure many actually yes yeah. they have that sacral energy to the throat and and it can be challenging because the, as a manifester you only know if something works once you try it out so right the creative urge that comes through you and and that's kind of where the connections of the manifesting generator why we change our mind we have to try it out and then we're like oh, not not really. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's, it's so interesting you say that my partner is a manifester. And I will, you know, I'm one of those people, like so many of us, I have all these new ideas. And I just kind of cogitate and I talk about them, knowing that I'm not going to do anything with them until my body responds, but I want to talk about it. And my partner is always saying, try it out. Just give it a try. And I'm like, "Mm, no, I don't want to do that. And he's like, just could you give it a try? And understanding that now more deeply about manifestors helps me understand mm-hmm. that as a manifestor type, that's what he's designed to do: is give it a try, give it a try, give it a try. Yeah. yeah my, the- little, my my sacral response is like, oh, I don't know, and then I go, am I just afraid? But I think it's the the different types um yeah. response, different responses. Yeah, the manifestor
1: energy is is like a three line. It's the right, interesting. Yeah, which also yeah. applies to the managers. That's why the managers can be so freaking messy and all over the place
0: oh we love it we love the many gen mess yes we do
1: yeah. so
0: manifestors who are listening tell us if this re- if this resonates with you if this answers your questions or if it brings up more questions what does it do for you and yeah. while we have time i definitely i want to talk about reflectors too if we have any reflect i have a few reflectors in my sphere if any of you are here um let me know or let us know leave a comment yeah so- this is only like one
1: half percent of the population right yeah, it's like a little bit less than one percent. So if you're reflected, the way that your human design chart will look like is all the centers, the nine centers, are all going to be white, or we call them undefined. So you are literally like a like a barometer for the world because you're reflecting everything back. All the undefined centers is like you're reflecting this energy back to the world. So. Um, Kids are usually like highly, highly sensitive that they're being reflectors. They really have to be in an environment that feels good. Um, So if you have a reflective child and they don't feel right in their school, probably would take them out and find a school where they feel right and they need to have good, uh, yeah, healthy environment around them is super, super important. It's super, super crucial for reflectors because just like when I talked about the projectors, they take on so much energy, Right. Mm-hmm. The reflectors they take on a lot as well, and so they need to get out in nature, so they probably feel super connected, the more they can be out in nature, and yes away from everything right
0: now, folks, just um, so you know reflector types have no definition, no color in their chart they 're wide open
1: yeah, I mean, they have these these lines, but the mm-hmm. centers that we have they're all going to be white and they're also highly imp- impacted by the by the moon. They're also called lunar beings. And for reflectors, and, and look, there's books about reflectors. They, they're people that specialize in it. There's so much more to it. Like we, we can't like go into all the depth of this, but um, they are really in sync with the moon. And this is why their strategy and authority is called, um, yeah, it's called wait a lunar cycle, wait 28, 29 days to make a decision. Now. This does not mean that a reflector has to wait a month to make any kind of decision because that's not practical, right? But yeah. for the bigger, the, the bigger things in life, things that are new for a reflector, um, they usually, they need a, a lunar cycle or several lunar cycles to really feel into the energy if that's good and aligned for them. And I have a friend of mine, then when I learned about human design, she also started to look into it. and then her partner she she learned was, I think she's a generator type and he was a, a reflector. And then he was, she was like, oh my gosh, I always used to like complain. Why it would take him a freaking month to make a decision? And then all of a sudden she had this compassion and she learned that's how it's meant to be living life. That's aligned for this person, right? And sometimes, you know, a reflector. <gasps> that's funny yeah and sometimes you can also as a reflector already make this go through the lunar cycle before you make the decision because maybe you envision something and you know from your heart i had a conversation with a reflector like she manifested like a house or something and she had felt into it for years already and then when yeah. they, they found the house she didn't need a second to decide so right it's, it's also, again, on my podcast, I have a couple of Reflector interviews there as well. Like, um, you always learn the most when you actually talk to a Reflector. It's so beautiful. Um, they have the, the, the biggest amount of wisdom, I wanna say. And and they're really like, a, they're, if, if you have a Reflector in your life and the Reflector is not well, that is a reflection of you and the the environment that they're in. So they are reflecting back the health of the community. That's right. they are, yeah.
0: And, um, so I have. I know a reflector, I just did a ticker for your podcast and I lost it. So let me try it again. Um, I, I, uh, reflector student of mine. My- I've had a couple of students, uh, people in my community who are reflectors. And, um, one of these beautiful humans is a marketing person. She does like websites and marketing and stuff. And, um, after she, uh, trained with me, she applied because we did intuition development, right? So she learned her psychic abilities and man reflectors. <laughs> like, so open, so intuitive, so naturally intuitive. And, but what she did, she took her intuitive abilities and she applied it to her, um, to her marketing and her digital and her design. And I had her do my website and I swear, you know what she did? She took a minute and she tapped into my energy no, we went down there. She felt my energy. She tapped in and she built a website for me without any input from me. And then she sent me the link. She goes, okay, here's a comp of your website. And at first I was like, but like you didn't, what you didn't get, uh, you don't know what I want. <laughs> and I opened it up and my entire being just went, whoa. I mean, she absolutely tapped into my energy and created a digital product that mirrored me so completely. And she has done that for all the people who I have referred her to. Her name was um, Heather Foster. And if yeah. anybody needs a marketing person, she's a reflector and she's in, trained in psychic, in psychic and intuition. And she will just create you. In the digital space because she's a reflector she just she just absorbs it and reflects it
1: right back to you yeah no and and people actually may feel really uncomfortable on a reflector because you see yourself reflected back and sometimes you may not like it also right so it's um it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful gift that we have because we oftentimes we don't see ourselves right or yes um but that's a, such a cool story i love that
0: yeah and if you're not doing good yeah Yeah. but if you're more in your authentic self and in integrity then being in or around a reflector is a gorgeous experience Mm
1: -hmm. yeah because they're
0: reflecting that back to you so reflectors reflectors are great or (laughs) sometimes challenging yeah that's the name of your podcast right the art of slowing down to quantum leap Uh uh-huh yeah okay
1: Oh, yeah so right.
0: this is a really great podcast how many downloads does it have it like it's gotten really I'm popular like, uh, it? about
1: thirty thousand now I'm, I'm about thirty
0: thousand downloads you just started it what a year ago yeah a year ago
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: <gasps> your podcast has just exploded anyway so you talk about human design you interview all different types and talk about how it incorporates into their life if you want to learn human design um go binge Annalena's podcast and all the people that she interviews there's nothing like learning Hands on, and that's this is a way that Annalena mm-hmm. provides for us to do that. And this is on all the major podcasting platforms,
1: so yeah, can- yeah, and iTunes yeah. and everything. Yeah, and, it, and what I say is like it, human design can be very overwhelming. So if you're new to human design, you are probably right now your head is like,
0: Yeah, how uh, are you all feeling after hearing this? Is this like is it is it something you feel like you're able to keep up with? Is it illuminating for you, or does it just kind of make your head feel even more full? And like, <laughs> where do you where does it make you want to go with human design and your own chart and your own journey with human design? Or does it make you kind want to nope right on out of there? Either way is okay but we're curious to see how this is feeling. Okay. We are hitting the hour and a half mark. And I think we're both probably getting kind of tired, but because even when you're excited, you're like, okay. And even generators run out of steam. And Alina, can you talk about, can you take a minute and talk about the, um, human design certification course that, and, and your partner who you're working with at this Academy, tell us a little bit about that. Cause that's a really big deal
1: yeah so we yeah we founded the aligned living academy about a year ago um miranda and i miranda is also a two-four manifesting generator like me and we already met years and years ago through our coaching uh, journey and we are both the way we teach human design is very similar i mean very unique at the same time but like we don't put people into boxes We, we teach it very expanding in a very practical way and we have created this human design certification because like i can only give so many readings i can only be on so many other people's podcasts i can i'm i'm just one right and we both believe that this can really change the world especially the business world i mean it can change everything parenting it's it's actually meant for children ultimately human design so there's so many ways how human design can be used I mean, it's for relationships, for parenting, for your health also, for how we do business, how we, for prosperity, for abundance. I mean, literally like it's endless, endless ways and forms how you can use human design. And so if any one of you feels really called to become more of an expert with human design, where you're not only gonna learn about yourself, but you also wanna bring it into um, your business, then we have the Aligned Living Human Design Certification. And, and right now, we have the uh, current cohort starts... Um, so, we already opened it um, and the last okay. day to sign up. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking. I, I took over for you, so all good. Um, oh, I'm back. Yeah, so we have right now, we, we we don't have it open all the time. We kind of um, do closed groups three times a year. And right now, the last day to join us is February the fifteenth, uh, because on the first, on the sixteenth is our first live call, and you're gonna have access to a private community. We do a lot of the deconditioning as well. You really learn how to do readings. You're gonna learn about all the types, and our students are just—they're super quickly confident to mm-hmm. teach and like. to to uh, to give readings and use it in their own business or in whatever way or form they want to bring it into the world. And apparently, the way we teach is like nothing is out there, like super, I mean, we, we have the, the prettiest slides and graphics. We're all about aesthetics. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love to, I, I need to, I always learn best with visuals because just like now it's so much information, like human design can be so overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but the way we share it is really in a way that it's not only going to change your life, but also the life of other people, because yeah. we have to bring this to people in a, in a practical way. I mean, there's so much information. Information is not going to create transformation. You know, it's through actually taking it and sharing what really matters and showing how to actually embody it and live it and use it in your own life in a practical way. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham Hicks, says words don't teach. Yeah, Yeah. words don't teach. So I'm really happy that you're doing this. And I have linked to Annalena's Academy and her human design certification course in full transparency. This is an affiliate link. But if you know me, you followed me around, you know I don't promote people who I don't believe in. I don't even bring people in my podcast who I don't believe in, who I don't know, because it's a sacred space. So if you're wanting to learn human design in a really concrete, grounded, transformative way then learn it through Annalena and her partner and their aligned living academy go check it out you can also get a one on one session right you're doing uh readings
1: yeah actually it was just my birthday i have a special this month happy birthday <laughs> thank you uh, yeah, I'm offering right now a reading for 33% off. So it's only two, two, two. instead of that's three, three, three. Yes.
0: Okay. That's a really yeah. good deal. If you've is, shopped through human design readings, they're expensive because of all of the knowledge and the hours it takes to like prepare for this. So two, two, two on your website. That is fantastic. AnnalenaFuchs.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, you should get that reading from her while, uh, while she's got that special running. That's really, really good. Anything else you want to share?
1: yeah i can actually i don't even know if i have it on my website to be honest um but i'm just gonna share the link with you so okay i will stick Mm -hmm. it on the whenever people this make this will go back to 333 it's it's for the the first 10 i already had a couple of bookings so um it is a steal to be honest yes because this is really to give you some really good guidance for you in your life based on your own unique chart yeah um because it's Yeah, you can be, like we talked about, you can be a projector, but there's so many differences and nuances being a projector that, you know, it's, um, reading is a beautiful first start so you don't get overwhelmed because there's a lot of stuff about human design and many people get into the rabbit hole and then you're stuck in your head. And the thing about human design is actually to get out of your head and in your body so you can really trust yourself with that.
0: So this is kind of a challenging link to put on the screen. It's not clickable. So I think what we should do probably is if you want to get that special from Annalena, send her a private message, go find her on Facebook or go to her website and send her um, her contact information. information.
1: Instagram is the best way because Instagram. I do have it in my bio. So let me, let me send you that. So that's the easiest true that's kind of a, that's kind of a long link
0: yeah so here's our her instagram which will be a little easier to yeah.
1: and on there's also i mean tons of information about the types about the gates and you can bitch on that for a little while
0: yeah she's oh my gosh she's got so much so go find her on instagram that's her main platform she's also on facebook she's you know she's on the major players i think and um yeah go get it folks and if you book a reading with her let her know you came from here so that she can track that um and then same thing with the certification course yes all right beautiful my love okay does that feel complete yes
1: i have Class, thank you everybody for listening
0: yes thank you for jumping on for your questions Annalena thank you so much for taking out this time and the evening you're three hours ahead of me so it's late (laughs) so I really appreciate it and I love you dearly and I can't wait to see what's next
1: yeah thank you so much for having me thank you everybody all right my love